This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. The BFM Breakfast Grill, connecting you to top people and ideas. Powered by U-Mobile, Malaysia's number one 5G network. BFM 89.9, this is The Breakfast Grill. Today, February 13th, is World Radio Day, a day declared by UNESCO in 2011 to raise public awareness and mark the importance of radio as an affordable and vital medium for communication. The theme for this year's World Radio Day is Radio, a Century Informing, Entertaining and Educating, reminding us just how influential and important radio is to all of us. It is free, portable and really a friend whenever you want to hear a reassuring voice. And on that note, I'm thrilled to have Dato Suhaimi Su- Lyman, who himself has been in the broadcast industry since 1990, when he joined TV3 as a journalist and then a news anchor, an author, a cafe and hotel owner. Today, he is the Director General of the Broadcasting Department, or RTM, and a jazz singer. Welcome to BFM, <laughs> Suhaimi. Hi, Keith. Be nice to me. So, let's start with your sure. career. What made you want to be a journalist first? Because you did not study journalism, and neither did I, for that matter. Yes, yes. I, I studied business, so I started working in a bank for three mm. years, and then suddenly there was an advertisement. They wanted somebody with a finance background for a TV channel, for a TV station. And I applied. And then from there, you just move on and move on. And then suddenly, <laughs> here you are in journalism. Because basically, it's about storytelling. And I love storytelling and uh, reporting. So I guess um, sometimes you may study something else, but you end up doing something totally different. Yeah, I hear you there. Yeah. With the experience you've had since the early 90s until today, what are your observations on how journalism has evolved in Malaysia? Uh, when, I, when I first started, let, let's look at how we are being evaluated by people who actually do ratings for your programs and all that. When we first started, it's always whether you appeal to the urban or the rural listeners or followers, demographics. But today, the segments are way, 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 way too many. For example, it's not just about your demographic, it's also about psychographics. Are you an right. opinion leader? If you're a youth, are you conservative youth or are you a progressive youth? So you have to address the different market segment. So when you're presenting the news or when you're writing the news, you have to remember that you're addressing not just the mass audience, but also different, different pockets of audience who sometimes would be the most important people that you need to reach for branding reasons, for mm-hmm. monetization reasons, and also for nation building reasons. Yeah. You have been Director General of the Broadcasting Department or RTM for about one year one now. One year, yes. Uh, <laughs> just about About, that, about yeah. a week ago, yeah. Uh, it's been one year. My God, it's so fast. And, and I remember you tweeted on day one that you want to make RTM the number one brand for news, dramas, concerts, talk shows, intellectual discourse, sports, etc. What would you count as your defining achievement after one year? Okay, basically, I am very proud to share with your listeners. For news, for example, we realised that the attention span of people consuming news content, uh, the attention span is getting shorter and shorter and shorter. We used to have a one-hour news bulletin, Mm -hmm. yeah, but now we reduce it to 15 minutes. But of course, we have 15 minutes and at the second 15 minutes. Yeah? So when we looked at, when we tracked the viewership, we have increased our viewership two times or three times, threefold. So that means that we are doing something right. And we also introduced new, uh, what we call um, headline news. Yeah. And that's the most successful news basically at RTM at the moment. So I mean, you're talking about your Kanta Tujumpa Ampat, uh, right? And we also make sure that we chop and uh, repackage uh, the news, yeah. not just for TV, but also for radio. And of course, we extend the brand through the different social media 
And people consume the news more on TikTok nowadays. Yeah. So that's basically how news has evolved. And uh, we are very proud that uh, we have improved by two times, three times the ratings. And, and we are very, very pleased, basically. Yeah. So there must be some challenge in managing the country's oldest broadcaster because I imagine that a lot of it would stem from the fact that people at RTM might be a little bit too stuck in their ways. What are you bringing to the table to change this mindset with them? Well, in my case, I guess I'm very, very lucky because I was a reporter over the last 32 years. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, when you're on ground, you meet the different people from the different TV channels, radio station, the print media. So you know them. So now they have moved up the ladder and they are in the senior leadership team. So when I reported to work at RTM, so these are the same people that were reporting together with me when I first started. So we grew up together. So there's a, already a bond, a trust. So it's mm-hmm. easier for me to move in. If it was somebody from outside, the uh, broadcasting world, it will be difficult for him or her. So for me, it was quite easy for me to implement what we have in mind. And I guess there's, there, there must be a certain level of trust. And you have to also prove that you understand and you know how to do it. I think it's basically about leadership by example. Because when I attend conference uh, overseas, uh, when I had to go alone, I had to report on my own because I can't bring reporters with me. And, and sometimes you don't need to bring reporters, but uh, whatever that you uh, discovered when you you attend uh, meetings overseas, those are good to be reported. So I have to hold the camera. Uh, yeah. So the camera is basically your mobile phone. Yes. Uh, so it's, it's of broadcast quality. So I prepare the script and I show my face in there and then I send it back. So the people in uh, RTM, so they process the news and we put it on the, on the news. So you have to show how it's done. And um, most importantly, I guess you have to respect the people that you work with, uh, your subordinates. And when you respect others, others will respect you. I think that made it very, very easy for me. So we managed to do lots of turnaround within three or four months and uh, it's important for the leader to be accepted by the people Yeah, because sometimes when I first walked in it helps that you're a broadcaster yourself exactly I guess. Yeah. so when I first brought, uh, so you know people look at you you know they say oh, one kind kind of look you know so but when you tell them okay, this is uh, where we want to go there must be clarity mm. in what you're offering so once they believe that okay you're, you're bringing them to the next level and uh, it worked for, for RTM and I'm very happy to be there and uh, we're not just improving news uh, radio but nowadays people are moving on to OTT for example our OTT is RTM Click right now we have close to 5 million downloads basically people are consuming our TV news our radio content on OTT for example we have 34 radio channels 6 radio channels can be heard throughout the country and the rest are basically state and also the district radio channels i give an example recently in Malacca when you look at the numbers if you listen through the traditional way whether you're at home tuning into the radio or when you're driving you have an average about 180,000 people. But when they consume the content on RTM Click, it is basically about 800,000. So we move. And now the challenge now is how do you monetize that? I want to get back yes. to you on that a bit later yeah, after yeah, the break. Yeah. But you're talking about demographics earlier, yes, right? Yeah. You did say that RTM is popular amongst users below the age of 35. You have a lot of views on TikTok. How are you going to maintain this? Because their attention span is not okay. great. Okay, the problem with some, uh, what we did previously was uh, whatever that you see on television, you just chop and then you put on the social media. Correct. But today it's different. You have to rewrite your stories to appeal to the people consuming the news. So, for example, if, if you see me on Twitter, on X, mm-hmm. the way I project my image on Twitter is basically a little bit kind of rude because that's basically... It's a bit more casual. Uh, it's very it, casual. Yeah. So you have to speak the lingo of the platform. Mm. So the news has to be written to appeal to that market segment. So, for example, like TikTok. So it has to be packaged totally, totally different so that you will have that appeal. If not, people say, oh, orang tua, 
girl channel and trying to go into a younger channel. So I think you have to study the platform and address the needs of uh, the viewers, the, the consumers of the particular platforms. Yeah. Interestingly, you bring up news. I want to touch on balanced news reporting. Yeah. Malaysians tend to believe, thanks to years of being under just one administration, that public broadcasters are nothing more than government propaganda. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have been with RTM before mm-hmm. from 2003 until 2009 and then with Bernama. Is that still the case today when you are in charge? Okay. When I joined RTM, I introduced uh, you have to be relevant, you have to be relatable and the brand must be lovable. Okay. So whatever it is, yeah, you can't just push content to the people if they don't want it. Yeah. So the reason why, for example, we are a government channel, we're a government station. Therefore, you have to explain whatever that the government is doing for nation building reasons. Now, in order for you to do that, you must understand how people will accept all this information. Mm-hmm. You have to understand how they think. So that's where the relatable and relevant comes in. So, okay. so, so you write your stories based on how the consumers will accept the stories. So it's basically solving your problem. So, for example, if, if here is a government announcement, what problems are you solving? So that's basically how we treat the story. So then you will make the content, the brand more relevant and relatable. But there is this argument that since you are a government broadcaster, yeah. your word tends to be, that's your advantage. La. Your word tends to be sahih, the yes, truth. Yes, yes, yes. Shouldn't your responsibility be in, rather than disseminating government information mm-hmm. and telling people to accept mm-hmm. it, encourage discussion rather than shaping those minds to accept only government-approved views. I think we have uh, we have programs where people can argue. For example, on television, we have narrative. Yeah, So we have people to come in. There are arguments and all that. But I don't feel that you need to fight in order to get content or information across to people. Mm-hmm. So I think it's about how do you choose your words, uh, the sentences and the scripts, and understanding will this be acceptable? Will people take this or is this another propaganda like like you mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier so I guess it's understanding it's basically marketing 101 the needs and wants of your customers how do you fulfill the needs and wants of your customers and how they feel that their problems will be solved then I think it works we had Rafizi versus the gentleman from PAS uh, Shahir yeah Yeah, YB Shahir yes you you weren't there at that time becoming Bernama chairman only in 2020 but from your observations how do you think the change of government in 2018 affected how RTM functioned particularly since it was always seen as a government propaganda unit because I was there during the uh, mm. elections in mm-hmm, 2008 mm-hmm. there were a lot of people cheering when former ministers and government MPs lost their seats mm. how has that changed past I, I was so in a years? different station then yeah, yeah uh, I know <laughs> I, I, I went the other way uh, <laughs> I believe it is about how do you package the information at the end of the day if you're not relevant if you're not relatable mm. people will just tune out and you will not get anybody supporting you so whatever that you do in fact not just broadcast any organisation, be it business or NGOs, if you are no longer relevant, if you can't relate to the people, then there is no raison d'etre. Your reason for being mm. is no longer there. RTM's reach as well as Bernama's trump many other news organisations mm. in the country. Any thoughts about consolidating these assets going forward with an aim to maybe, I suppose, having a Channel News Asia or Al Jazeera of our own? Mm. I know what you're trying to... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have journalists and yes. reporters on both sides, right? Yes, basically yes, yes. Do the same thing and cover the same Mm -hmm. things? We collaborate basically. We do a lot of collaborations between Bernama and uh, RTM. So we basically learn from one another. In fact, not just Bernama and RTM, we also, through IPTA, which is our sister organisation, Institute Penyaran Tun Razak, we invite people from, for example, my former uh, organisation, Astro Awani. Mm -hmm. So people from Astro Awani did lots of um, information and technology sharing with the people from RTM. So we are always 
always collaborating. So there's no such thing as you're competing. Of course, you're competing for your audience, but you will always have pockets of population where you can actually address. So I believe that we play different roles, yeah, but we collaborate on many, many projects, basically. On the Breakfast Grill this morning, in conjunction with World Radio Day, I am speaking to Dato Suhaimi Sulaiman, the Director General of the Broadcasting Department, basically RTM's big boss. On the other side of the break, we find out what the future might be like for Malaysia's public radio, BFM 89.9. You are listening to The Breakfast Grill. Brought to you by U-Mobile, Malaysia's number one 5G network. BFM 89.9, welcome back to The Breakfast Grill on World Radio Day where we have in the studio Dato Suhaimi Sulaiman, the Director General of the Broadcasting Department. Now, uh, Suhaimi, RTM is the oldest public broadcasting station owned by the government. It will be 78 years old on April 1st. Mm. And on this World Radio Day, whose theme is all about looking back at a century of broadcasting, what do you think about the relevance of radio in today's landscape? Very relevant very, very relevant as we progress yeah, uh, in nation building. Uh, we believe in the concept of hyperlocal. Yeah? We have 34 radio stations. Yeah? For example, recently, um, I want to bring the monetization thing up before you even uh, <laughs> you know, have the chance to ask me this. Go okay. ahead. So, so you really have to understand the market that you're serving. Okay. Recently, uh, I went to Kelantan and I also went to Terengganu. So we met, me and the marketing and sales team, we met with people who have been advertising with RTM for the last five years for the last 10 years uh, so they told uh, stories like you know, so whenever they have their advertisements on RTM they can actually see the business grow yeah? mm. so they remain so they were our very very uh, loyal uh, partners when it comes to monetization and we also met with potential advertisers yeah? so basically they like RTM for example Kelantan FM Terengganu FM whereby they really really understand the landscape they really really understand the businesses the people their needs, what they like, what they don't like. So moving forward, we believe in a concept of hyperlocal whereby you must have breadth and also depth. You have to really understand the people that uh, you are serving because at the end of the day, it's about the experience, the experience of listening to a good radio station. For example, every morning, I leave my house at 7.30, I listen to BFM. Thank you. Yes, Thank I listen you. to BFM. Only in the afternoon, I will go on Spotify to listen to my music. Yeah, <laughs> uh, So I listen to you guys because basically that's my newspaper. Why? Because you guys, you have a great understanding of what are the things that the corporate leaders are thinking, the policymakers are thinking. So I listen to you guys. So the same thing with our state radio stations. They have to understand the people that they're serving. So, right. for example, if I'm in Kelantan, oh, yeah, we're talking about this and then they play the radio that would appeal to the listeners. So it's basically about hyperlocal. Now, with the uh, edX shrinking, which has moved basically from broadcasting to the metas and the Googles of mm-hmm. the world, yeah. so we have less to share with other people. Now, how do you do this? You have to work extra hard to earn the same amount of money that you used to enjoy 10 years ago, 15 years ago. So people have to really work hard, understand the market and work with them on a win-win situation. We get listenership and they can actually see their business prosper by collaborating and putting their brand together with our brand. Because I remember very fondly my days at Radio 4 in the early 2000s. I was also in a very unique position to see not just how a radio station is done, but also a radio newsroom. And Mm -hmm. I remember Yasmin Yusuf's programs at that time 
mm. there were just so many commercials and her tagline was that okay it's time for, to pay the bills mm. so basically it's money coming yeah. into the station but I don't hear that today is okay. RTM not getting any more revenue okay basically it's, it's a tough time not just us also other players in Malaysia so what we are doing now is we are that's what I mentioned to you earlier in April or May hopefully by May yeah, as early as April we are relaunching our OTT that is where you see that's your app your click TV and yes, all that yes yes right? exactly and we have not monetized it okay yes so basically when I recently when I went to China I went to Nanning and I see wow their OTT is doing so well so how did they do it so we learn a lot of things from there and we are implementing some of the things later in April and, and March so from there it's, you have to package everything it's not just selling radio it's selling radio it's selling digital selling, mm. selling TV so it's a bundle offerings that you have to give to potential sponsors out there so this is where you have to play a new game the game has changed so give, you have to give us a taste of what you are planning to implement and, and this is going to be in April, April after your 7th yeah, well, I, I, can't, I can't reveal much because we need to get approvals from the ministry and then you know uh, MOF and all that uh, and, and the, the fee that we are offering in a nutshell it is basically how we work together with somebody giving us content okay. and how we get a third party to actually pay for it and you share on a percentage basis today it really is all about apps right I mean yep. RTM Click is, is yes, one yes. that you're going to yeah. does that mean that radio frequencies are not even necessary anymore, uh, it is or? it is necessary because you have to make sure that you retain your existing supporters your core uh, but you're growing new ones for example if we look at TV viewership TV viewership has increased on the traditional channels uh, TV1, TV2 uh, OK, Saluran Brita and also Saluran Sukan but at the same time we are growing audiences on our OTT okay. so that means a totally different group of people are actually coming in so that is why we have to make sure that your brand the RTM brand must be very young, vibrant and energetic. So we can't be seen as a brand untuk orang tua-tua. Mm. Because the perception, when I first joined RTM, they were saying that, ala RTM ni tua. You know, I said, no, 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 no. Okay, give me a couple of months. So we changed and uh, we made it very, very young. And, and, and we are being consumed on TikTok. Yes. And recently, uh, not recently, during the last SEA Games, yeah, the match was between Indonesia and Thailand. Mm. And uh, I got a shock of my life when the numbers actually that viewed us on TikTok was 10.3 million. So I said, wow, the population of Malaysia is only 34 million. So don't tell me a third of Malaysian population are actually watching us on TikTok. I said, no, it is basically the people from Indonesia. So what does that mean? You are opening a new opportunity for viewership, listenership, mm. monetization in Southeast Asia. So that's where we're heading. And we are going to be the chairman of ASEAN in 2025. So we are preparing something we can't announce yet. <laughs> I was kind of flattered when you said you listened to to BFM yes. in the mornings. Yeah. Why aren't you listening to RTM? What's not attracting you there? Because I listen to RTM through our RTM Click. Right. Yeah, because uh, you're not on RTM Click. Obviously not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so I need to catch you. That's the only time I can actually catch you because when I'm in the office, I would watch three different uh, the TV monitors in my uh, in my room and I have a radio on. Mm -hmm. yeah. So so why am I not listening to RTM? Because you have to know what others are doing. You can't just, you know, the problem with certain organizations, especially when they're long when they've been around for a long time they tend to believe that their SOPs that's basically the thing that they have to uh, their reference it's hard to break out exactly. of that, that mold yes. that box yes. right yes. Yeah, so, so, which is why you were saying that you know you don't want RTM to be like a station radio around to a two yes again. cannot How, and we are 
we're well, getting younger by the day. Yeah, but I, I mean, what sort of changes are you implementing? And, to, and there's nothing to, wrong with orang tua. Oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, group, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. What was the question? Sorry, I interrupted you. Uh, yeah, My what, God, I'm so bad. <laughs> what changes are you implementing to make it not seem so orang tua? Okay, it's basically the experience of consuming the content. Mm-hmm. So, what is the experience all about? It's basically, of, uh, for example, like TV. If you watch us today, see the font, the colors, the approach. C- correct. But what about the content itself? The How do you con- make it uh, relevant? Uh, uh, by the, by the understanding by understanding the people who are consuming it. Yeah. So uh, gone are the days where everything will have to be a two minute, a three minute content. You can actually tell your story in 30 seconds and it's even easier. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the changes that we do and people love it. So if you want the long form, later on you can watch narrative because there are two sets of people, people who want really, really depth, extended discussion. We have programs for that. But most of them would want something fast, crisp, and they get the idea and then they want to move on. Right. So that's basically the most of the people, they want that today. So we have to address that target market. You were CEO at Astro Awani and at the Sarawak Media Group, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bottom line was always a focus, yes. focus yeah. for them. What can you realistically implement the RTM that you managed to implement over there? That is why we are relaunching the OTT oh, okay. uh, in, in, in April. Uh, call me, I'll come again in, in April and, and uh, May to talk about what... Okay, <laughs> so that's, a, that's a promise. That's a promise. <laughs> yeah. You, RTM also shares a common history with Singapore, but Singapore has emerged as diverged so much uh, from, mm, from mm, where we are mm. today. Why couldn't we have gone and achieved similar levels of success like, you know, SBC and MediaCorp? We are doing that. We are doing that. That, that, so see, so the late, problem, the, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I just celebrated my one year in, in RTM, but I think we have accomplished <laughs> a lot, you know. But moving forward, I think it's not about whether you have to copy what Singapore is doing or what. I guess you have to understand the market that we are serving, and the market has changed totally now. So now I think it's basically looking at which market that we have to prioritize first. What are the content that we have to prioritize first? So I think we're looking at a different demographic and psychographic, and we're working towards that. And we are seeing success in the different different segments, like I mentioned to you, news and also entertainment. And most of our entertainment content today, you're talking about we're enjoying one to two million viewership mm. on average, which is very, very good. And that's just television, not including OTT yet. Yeah. What about the use of technology, uh, AI? Everyone's talking about oh, yes. it's dominating in the industry. Yes. Radio Days was talking about it recently yep. as well. Yeah. Where is RTM in that? And are you using it at some yes, point? Yes, we are already using it. For example, people always say that, okay, AI, they always imagine that, oh, you have a robot reading your news. No, not that. For us, we have already started using AI for our archiving system. So for those of you, just to make it easy for people to understand, there is a robot in our system. So this robot will actually, whenever news would come in from Kelantan or from Tengganu, the robot will understand, okay, we put it in this file, we put it in this file. So those things are managed by the robots, which is basically AI. And for presentation, for channel one and channel two, uh, if you go to Saluran TV Duo, you have actually AI presenters already. And for some programs, especially with sponsorships coming in, sometimes the host might forget to highlight who are sponsoring. So this is where the AI presenters would come in and present. Okay, oh, ini dibawakan kepada anda oleh tatu dua tiga. So that, that is their job. Troubleshooting. Yeah. Yes, and <laughs> and you make sure that humans will mm. go for a higher level kind of work. Okay. So so leave the menial, the boring, repetitive work to AI. Finally, in several interviews that I've seen you do. You say at the end of the day, the rocket will judge you for what you have done to improve their yes. lives. What yeah. are you doing to make sure that you are judged fairly at the end of your tenure at RTM? 
is for them to judge. <laughs> I believe that we, uh, you have to do your work well and uh, there must be a reason for you to be somewhere. Yeah. So I believe uh, in... Uh, I, I enjoy my work uh, at RTM because uh, it's not about me. It is about the people that work with you. So you give them the trust. I only provide what is the expected outcome. The rest, they prepare every single thing. So it's the people that you work with. So you give them the trust, you give them the opportunity, they will definitely shine. So I love my colleagues at RTM, basically. So, Amy, it has been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure, Keith. On this special Breakfast Grill this morning, in conjunction with World Radio Day, was the Director General of RTM and veteran journalist as well as TV presenter, Dato Suhaimi Sulaiman. And a jazz singer. And a jazz singer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Keith Kaum for BFM 89.9, The Business Station. The BFM Breakfast Grill, brought to you by U-Mobile, Malaysia's number one 5G network. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.